0: Welcome back, folks, to episode 101 of the Get a Grip on light- Lighting podcast. On today's show, we have Joe Columber, a new entrant with his company, Brilled Lighting. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keystone Technologies. Go to dot com. Greg, light made easy.
1: Today, we are talking about their commercial-grade screw-in lamps, specifically their A-lamp what I like about this, there's a number of things. They have an A21, an A23, and an A25. Ooh, what does that mean? That it's smaller than a lot of these COBS. They're 120 to 277 volt. And they go, their uh, A25 is a 35 watt producing almost 5,000 lumens. So it's about 130 lumens per watt. 3000K, 4000K, 5000K. you got the dual voltage. You've got medium socket, mogul socket. And it's small. Because it's an A shape. It's not a big corn cob that you can't fit into the fixture. These A shape lamps, you can. So they got eight, and they go from a 14 watt up to a 35 watt, all the Kelvins, everything you need. Check them out for that. We, Another we cool got to do a show like on this.
0: Show. You got to do a show on this because I think, you know, when Ellis Yon called it back at Life Fair, he said, we got to go back to replaceable light sources and fixtures. Easily replaceable yeah. light sources and fixtures. And Keystone's got them. Go to K E Y S T O N E T E C H dot com. Baby, that's KeystoneTech.com. dot com. And of course, folks, where it all started, the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors is under new management, and they're doing their membership drive. 2020. We're starting it out. We're coming out, coming out hot. And you know what? We want to, as distributors, we need a seat at the table. If you are an o- owner of a distributorship, or you're a manager, or you're at a distributorship, you have to get your, your people to apply for membership to the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors. But. No guarantees, we're going to let you in. But you need to be at the table. We need to put distributors at the table. So go to NAILD.org. It's under renovation right now, but they're working on it. So folks, but for right now, this is going to be a good one with the Great Wall of China coming at you. Get a Grip on Lighting. Welcome to the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast, Joseph Columber.
2: Thank you. Appreciate it. good to be here.
0: Yeah. Nice to
2: meet you. Good. Hi, Joe. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for coming on. Thank you.
0: So Joe, tell us a little bit. So you're, you're currently
2: a lighting distributor. Uh, So we're actually a lighting manufacturer. Um, So one of our, yeah, so one of our big benefits um, is we we saw several things that we're running into here in the United States that uh, customers were getting pieces overseas. And they really sh- were struggling with uh, several pieces. We'll get into them a little bit more, but our quality or timeframes or a uh, consistent product. And so because of that, and because we've been manufacturing overseas for well over 20 years, we have uh, opened up a facility and we've started manufacturing some set pieces. As you'll see from our product line, we, we focus on a very deliberate um, product type, high-base industrial type, uh, type products.
1: And- so when you say we, who exactly is the company? Give us the overview of what, what you guys yeah, yeah, are.
2: Yeah. So we're actually a family-owned company. Uh, so my father and I, we started we started JDR Industries, as we kind of briefly uh, mentioned, uh, probably uh, over 10 years ago. We're on 12 years now uh, for JDR Peace, right? Um, with the JDR Peace, we actually manufacture automation systems from us manufacturing these automation systems, we needed to start designing custom LED lights for our automation products. We had an individual come up to us uh, while we're creating these automation systems with these LED custom LED lights on them and said, hey, I've got a facility. You guys ever done something like that? And at the time we obviously said no, but extremely entrepreneurial. And we said, we can, we can help you out because we've designed custom pieces before. As we jumped into the facility, the facility was over hundred years old. Um, and as you can imagine, there's some complications there. Couldn't tear out wiring. We couldn't change any fixtures. Everything had to stay exactly as it was. Um, so that did cause some complications for us. But we, we had designed custom pieces before and so expanded into that market of uh, helping this individual on their retrofit, right? Uh, the retrofit went well. Uh, didn't have any problems after we got the design and the, the kinks out of not being able what to, what to switch to doing a triac dimming. This was 2006 I'm sorry 2016 that we did this retrofit um, the automation systems we've been doing since 2009 lighting on the automation system since 2010. so we had that gap of like five six years of just automation lighting and then expanding into the the facility facility type stuff.
0: So what makes you think you can make a difference in this space?
2: <clears throat> sure. Our, our biggest heavy hitters are our overseas pieces. We know that a lot of individuals are purchasing overseas already. And from the discussions we've had so far, they run into problems, problems anywhere from uh, poor, pr- poor uh, quality product to uh, lead times, as we've already mentioned to communication, to let's even just go with training. So I'm an individual, I go overseas. I think it's a great idea. I find a, a factory. I think they're good. Maybe I visit them. Maybe I don't, I buy their product. And then it's just here. I, I hope you can figure out how to sell it. I hope you can figure out the technical pieces. Oh, and by the way, if you've got a technical problem, if, if one of your products fails, you're looking at weeks, months to get stuff uh, taken care of. Oh, and you want it taken care of? Well, you got to send the product back over to us uh, in China, get it taken care of. And we'll then we'll get you um, potentially credited back out or get you a sample or a swap out of that piece. Those complications, is really where we are coming in um, and trying to change things. We've been manufacturing overseas for over 20 years. And because of that experience we've had, and it's not just lighting, just manufacturing in general, because of that experience we have of manufacturing overseas, it makes it a little bit easier for us to help out our customers because we are both, both the manufacturer as well as here in the United States, the distributor itself. So you're, who are your customers? So we're gonna be going to, so we're in a twofold approach right now we're in the process of setting up distributors and those distributors would take care of several states. Distributors would go down to a dealer network. Dealer network would then expand into the direct consumer. Um, and then we have options to where someone approaches us directly. Hey, I'm approaching you directly. I've got a project. i got a, something I want to do. We look at our map. Do we have a distributor or a dealer in that respective area? No, we don't. Okay. We'll go directly to you to help you with your respective project. So those two facets.
0: How do you feel about that? So how
2: are you going to
1: yeah. yeah, I was going to ask. Uh, how do you think you're going to get distributors if you guys are going to sell direct?
2: So the direct piece is only if the distributor is not in the respective area, right? So we've got a we have a an area, uh, an exclusive agreement set for each respective distributor. Let's say I'm I'm in Illinois, Illinois. I'm covering the five, six, seven states that are around my respective area. And a guy from Florida, Florida says, "Hey, I want to buy your lights. I want to do this thing." Okay, great. We're looking for a distributor in the area. Are you distributor quality, right? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just an individual customer. Okay. We don't have anybody that can support you, but we don't also want to turn you away. And our Illinois guy is not going to take care of you either. So we're going to come and we're going to get you trained. We're going to help you out with that respective project. That but sounds, like, very a much of, that sounds like a load of
0: crap to me, Joe. To How's that? You. I, you know, it's just like, I seen because I've seen so many entrants to this game, like Brilled lighting, and I'm going to be honest with you here. I'm just going to. You know, it's not an advertorial for you. You're talking to the Get a Grip on Lightning podcast. Sure, everybody that comes in has that same model and fails. Why would you not fail at that model? I mean, this idea that you know more about China than you know anybody else knows—don't buy it. I mean, I think that that's a sales pitch. That's not a—that might not be an actual truth, right? I've been sure. to China too. I mean, I go to okay. China. Okay. So why, like, you know, why is it that your driver, or your relationship to the Chinese factory, is any different than? any other Nailed member and why is it that, you know, oh, we're, we're going to distribution network, dealer network, and we're going direct, we're gonna do everything. That just sounds like a, a really bad strategy.
2: Sure, but the comment you made of, we have a relationship with the factory, that's yeah. wrong. So as I already stated, we own the factory. So because it's our factory, we control the process. We control exactly how the product's manufactured. We control everything in that regard. So we're able to ensure we're supplying a quality product to the customer. And that's why I was saying that we only supply very specific products. We don't do a broad range of, of panels and floods and, and all these different pieces. We focus on our heavy focus is linears. We focus on linear high bays as well as UFO high bays. High bays is a big heavy hitter. And then we have our shoebox. We have some floods. But our, our 80%, our 90% is high bays. So that's our difference. Our difference is we own it. Our difference is not just we so have a you relationship.
0: So you make the driver that's inside of that high bay?
2: No, 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 no. We, we, we assemble all of our pieces at our facility. So we'll do a, a SOSEN or a, a Meanwhile driver. Um, we vet every single one of our PC board assembly houses to stuff our boards. We supply our LEDs to each one of those houses as well to ensure that they're using our uh, a vetted and qualified LED chips. It's not just hey, whatever you guys want to choose and pick, but no, it's ours is an assembly house of driver, vetted PC board house, and then our molds. So we actually own the molds for each one of our our housings for our respective pieces.
0: So whether or not you own this factory in China, which is like that's maybe there's a couple other companies I know that say that, but I don't know whether you I don't know what the laws in China are about foreign ownership of factories, whether you have to have a Chinese partner or whether you can actually wholly American can actually wholly own a, a factory in China mm-hmm. that regardless right. as to whether or not that's true, your message is no different than anybody else's message. You know, I've never had anybody walk into my warehouse. So I've been to China. I've seen lots of factories in China. I've, uh, I live in Toronto, which has the largest Chinese expatriate community in North America, I believe sure. m- most likely, if not the second, uh, maybe vancouver is more or whatever. But, um, you know, everybody says the same thing you say. Oh yeah, our factory in China. We have control over it. We have this, and uh, I don't know, Greg. How many times have you, has anyone ever walked into your office, Greg, and said, "You know what? I got the really cheap, crappy Chinese stuff. If you want to buy it," and uh, no. I don't, I don't own the factory in China, and I have no control. And uh, but you know what? It's really cheap. Like that message is is old, Joe. It's the same message.
2: Sure. But that's just that's just one of our pieces. So as I said at the very beginning, so we're focusing on breakdowns that are currently happening here in the United States. Yes, we provide you with a quality product, but that's just one of our six. So our other pieces is when you buy that product overseas, you get no training. No one will ever come talk to you about how to sell that product and how to tech support that product. You might say, well, I know it. I got the spec sheet. What and are I'm you talking about? There's tons of companies that'll do that, Joe. There's tons of
0: companies. That'll come over and
2: train you, train you on your
0: respective
1: so, product. For sure. I think, let me... Chime in. So I think what what you're getting at, Joe, is you're saying people that are distributors that are going direct and buying and trying to source it themselves versus a company like you that, however you manufacture it, whether you own it or not, you rep it and you are the go-to contact. Every lighting company that I buy from does that. Some of them own factories in China. So that's what Mike and I are trying to figure out is what what is different about what you're bringing. So you have six of them. So those two sure. so far are not different in my mind. Because well, the people I buy from do the same thing. But what okay. else is there?
2: Uh, so obviously, we can talk about our quality piece. We have control over those respective pieces, consistency of product. We've already seen several individuals where they go over and they say, I'm buying product A, and they end up getting product B. And when I say product B, I mean, it's just not exactly what I specified it would be. And the, the individual company, the, the manufacturer, says it's close enough. Um, we've seen it over and over and over again where they say it's close enough. And I've had individuals come through and say, no, 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 I'm gonna go visit them and we're gonna make sure that everything turns out exactly right. And yeah, that requires a lot of time. A lot of time for me to go over and spend my days in the factory, hoping, fingers crossed, that these guys are gonna manufacture like I want them to manufacture. And that's a big heavy hitter piece that we're gonna ensure doesn't happen. Because again, we control the manufacturing process. So that'll be your number four. Number five is lead times. Um, So we're working directly with each one of our our distributors, our customers, which we're we're still in the process of building up. I mean, I'm not saying that we have an established process right now that's all ready to go and everybody can come and buy every single one of these products at every single one of our 80 warehouses across the country. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we're new in developing this distributor network, but with those lead times, with us working directly with these companies, that's where uh, we feel that we can adjust some lead time pieces. Now, is this going to be different than anybody else? Not really. I mean, everybody's gonna be, I can work directly with you better on lead times. I can work with you better on getting new products. Sure, that's not a problem, but that's a piece that we wanna make sure we focus on and making sure that we can get some timeframes a little better and then communication. Communication is our last piece of, I don't know if you guys, if you guys are working with Chinese factories, if you've ever had to be up at two, three, four in the morning, trying to make sure that the product's coming over properly, getting taken care of properly. That's because again, we are the factory we ensure that things are happening and you're communicating with us here in the United States instead of having to communicate with individuals overseas.
1: So again, I think there's two couple, two things you're doing. Is, is One is you're doing your model, and then the other model is somebody's trying to source it direct. And if somebody's trying to source it direct, sure, then they're up at 2 a.m. and doing that. But most legitimate lighting distributors in the United States and Canada are not, that I I, I can maybe safely say are not sourcing product direct. They're working with someone that has representation here and again how your manufacturing process goes doesn't necessarily matter what matters is that you're you back your product the price is right and you get it to me in a timely manner so i'm not going to deal with china direct i'm going to deal with someone that does that for me and the only reason i would deal with china direct is if it significantly reduced my cost and and it was worth my time which at this point i don't think it's going to be so what you're telling me so far is that you're like every led manufacturer in the united states and i don't see what the difference is and i'm not sure. trying to offend you i'm just trying to tell you what no, i see
2: not at all not at all so i mean what you're referring to is hey I'm, I'm working with my respective distributor i'm working with this distributor this is where i'm getting the product from and you're right that's what we're going after is we're going after those distributor type pieces and so what we're saying is hey me on the dealer side i don't run into these types of problems you're right you don't because you're not on the distributor side and so we've seen no i distributors am at, running right. into these respective pieces yeah
1: yeah, I think the, the model or the, the names are maybe getting crossed what's a, here. What's
0: a dealer, sure. Joe, and what's a distributor? Uh, yeah, a dealer would be that. an
2: individual who's taken a, a small respective area, a city, a county, uh, maybe several counties in a state type thing. I'm not, I'm not going to uh, five or six different states with my sales team trying to drum up business to dealership type pieces or contractors or whatever you want to call them. Um, I am focusing on a small geographical area. What we're considering a distributor distributors an individual who's going to take anywhere from five to ten states uh potentially even up to 15 range that's debatable and they are individuals who will have salesmen on the ground they are not selling to contractors they're not selling to uh shops or individuals they are selling to dealerships dealerships that are going to have the network of contractors so that's what we're considering kind of the two the distributor dealer
1: so what, uh, what, they're just different names. It's, there's a manufacturer, sure. there's a manufacturer sure. rep, and then there's a distributor. There, sure. So the dealer is a distributor. Your, your distributor is a manufacturer rep. So the traditional bot model that that's no different. You're the manufacturer. You set up regions that are have manufacturing reps. And then within those manufacturing reps, they go to distributors or, or dealers. Sure. So again, I don't see what the difference is. It's just terminology. It's what every lighting company. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It's, but it's what every lighting company is doing. And what you're doing is what the good lighting company should do, the good manufacturer should do, is they should have that direct relationship with China or their factory or own the factory, whatever they do. But then they should have all of that. They should have a variety of product, um, you know, unless something's really unique about your product, and that's how you're going to do I know you said linear and high base, but that's not real unique either. Everybody has linears and everybody has high base because that's the most common fixture there is. So um, I I just still don't see what's different. And I I think it's the same model that every lighting manufacturer is doing now. Sure. What you're doing.
2: And so, again, uh, I'll reiterate based off what we've really seen. Um, We can we can say really all day long that, hey, these individuals don't run into these respective things, but we've seen it. Um, We have we have case studies and we have pieces that people have run into any one of those six things that I'm referring to. And I get that maybe on this situation, hey, we haven't, okay, that's great. We haven't seen it here, but we have seen it other places. And that's what we're trying to address is with our extensive overseas manufacturing experience. Um, I agree with you. Yeah, a lot of people have been over to China. Yep, you're right. A lot of people have factories they work with over there. Yep, you're right. But if we can help address some of the problems, some of the pains that individuals have had that we've seen already ourselves, That's what we're trying to address. How many years have you guys been doing lighting again? So we've been in the commercial side for three years with that 2016 timeframe and then manufacturing our own lighting for nine years. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I think, and I'm going to be quite blunt with you here. I don't think you know that very much about the lighting business, technically, like how the lighting business works. I don't think you know that much about the channel. Um, and I, you know, I think that, you know, you're positioning yourself as an expert on Chinese manufacturing or on, um, you know, on, uh, you know, on having this stuff, but nobody can really verify any of that. It's not like we can go do like, I remember when sensor switch years before Acuity bought them. Remember, you remember sensor switch? You're like, we're the experts on sensors. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Why don't you come down to Wallingsford, Connecticut and see our factory where we make all the sensors? And they went down there. They have a huge education center. You, uh, you, um, you walk in. You see where the, the research and development section is. And then you would see the lines of the CNC machines or whatever they were called making the sensors. And then you would see the assembly and then the packaging and all this kind of stuff. It's like, wow, these people know how to make passive infrared and microphonic sensors. Right? This idea of the factory in China stuff, it sounds like a sales pitch to me, Joe. And uh, it's an unverifiable sales pitch that is no different than anybody else's. And, you know, for the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast to look at this, it's like... And <laughs> I look at it, it's just like... there, There's the, the, the story from a, a... Like, you're talking to two lighting industry veterans, dude. Okay? Veterans of trench warfare in the lighting business. Full-blown combat dealing with distributors, been to China, have the podcast that is basically the grassroots voice of the industry. This, we don't buy your story. Is that fair to say, Greg? I mean, I don't mean to be rude, but. No,
1: we, we buy your story, but it's no different than everybody else's story. That's what I think we're getting at. And that, and that's what the point of, the, of you coming on here was to tell us why you were different. And I don't see it. Sure.
2: So uh, as I've said, I understand that you guys have been in it. I understand that there is a certain amount of uh, legitimacy that you guys feel is missing. And I'm sorry that you feel that way. But we we have seen these problems. We have seen the things that we're addressing. Um, and we've already addressed them with individuals. Um, for us to say, hey, you guys are no different. You're probably right as far as the the commercial and the linear pieces. Yeah, it is no different as far as those pieces are concerned, except for we have a better quality than we're seeing with everybody else. You might say, well, how are, you, how are you determining that? Come over to our factory. You want to go down to Connecticut? Great. You want to come over to our facility? We'll show you around. We'll show you how we produce our product. We'll show you how we're better than the rest of our competitors. But are. I have
0: to go to China to do
2: that. That's true. You do have to come to China to do that. Yeah, we're see, very that, that's, that's where that. We that, there's, that there's the
0: great wall of China. That's the great wall of China, is that, you know, um, we you know i I've interviewed some uh some guys on this podcast that have factories in China, two or three of them where seven eight thousand people work and you know I've been to their factories in China and I've seen it and you know this idea that you guys you know uh you know fired something up that you know is unique there's i think what was there greg five thousand l e d two manufacturers in Shenzhen in two thousand fourteen
1: yeah, within a like they few didn't mile even they like. didn't even
0: know how many there were, right? Yeah, I you know I hate to say it, Joe, but I I just for me it's like, and I, I'm not trying to be critical, but you know I always I, I have these terms. It's like one of them is Johnny Cunn lately in the Lighting Marauders, the new band in town. It's like you don't know more about the lighting industry than people in the lighting industry, Joe.
2: I I didn't profess to no more.
0: Yeah, but it's like I, I oh, we've done case studies and this and that. There is full blown disasters in the lighting industry from this model that we have, which is the Great Wall of China that nobody can penetrate, but is there and assurances of quality, and it just it, it doesn't hold up. So, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know what to say, but I ju- I just like your story is not one that um really i think is to, to members of the national association of innovative lighting distributors who this is the, f- the official podcast of that story is not is not a great story sure okay greg that's all i've got i think we're good joe thank you for being a guest on the get a grip on lighting podcast um I appreciate it you guys yeah it doesn't always go the way people want it to go but it is what it is thanks for coming on okay thanks thank you. bye for now Keystone Technologies. Go to K E Y S T O N E T E C H dot com, Greggy.
1: They're commercial grade screw lamps. We talked about at the beginning. They're A shape, A21, A23, A25, 3K, 4K, 5K, medium base, mogul base, high lumen package, 120, 277 volt. You bypass the ballast. This thing will fit in that fixture most likely because of the condensed size, and it'll provide light that you need oftentimes. So check it out for that purpose.
0: Now, a lot of people want to join us on our quest to march on Washington, Greg, with the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors. Yes, we're going to influence policy. Yes, we're going to create educational programs for people that sell light bulbs every day. We already have three, but we're going to make continuous educational programs. But you know what? You know what really gets me going when I think about it? Is all the distributors out there that don't have a voice. So if you're a legit lighting distributor... You need to join the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors. Hey, guess what? There's no, there's no guarantee we're going to let you into our club. And we're probably going to ask you for a big commitment. But you, if you want your voice heard, if you're someone that's like, you know what? I know a heck of a lot about lighting. I need to participate in, this, in a discussion of people who do what I every, do every day so we can become more powerful. So we can start telling Washington what to do and Ottawa what to do rather than them telling us what to do. Because we know more about that, the lighting, light bulbs and light fixtures and selling light bulbs and what people need than they do. We should be dictating policy. Join Nailed if you got the guts. N-A-I-L-D dot org, buddy. Come on, son. What are you thinking? Huh? Greg, I think we did Joey a favor today.
1: We had a discussion, kind of laid out what the lighting industry's been. We've been in it for a while, and uh, I think he's hopefully learned some things from that. I think we... Learned a little bit too about what's out there
0: yeah, um I think that you know he's uh you know listen, that song's been sung, Joe, and I don't mean to be you know uh, in, the, in, the, in the conclusion, but um, there's you know to me it's uh, the Great wall of China is uh, is, is a transparency issue Joe, Greg, to me- uh-huh. and what we need no, right. lighting is more transparency. And I want to take down the Great Wall of China. I've had enough of it. And so everyone's got a factory, everyone this and that. And I know more about China than I should have. You know, it's like, you know, the one guys that I actually felt like did know something about China were Cole and Guillaume from Green Creative, actually.
1: Because like they him. lived there and they had a factory there and <laughs> yeah. all that. Yeah. Yes.
0: Like I mean, and not the language, yeah, and I know this episode is sponsored by their major competitor, Keystone, and I'm sure Keystone's got the peeps there and that sort of stuff too. But when I went there, I mean, those guys knew what was going on in China, and that my, my articles um, uh, on China are definitive about the relationship between China and the U.S. and all that sort of stuff on LightheadMag.com. But you know, folks, without you guys, we're at past episode 100, so this is a proven concept. Get a grip on lighting is going to grip tighter. Thanks for listening. Written on the rectory wall
2: There's a sign there for all if You are lost Lord is there to find you